And welcome to WDW Radio Live. I am Lou Mangello, and this is the WDW Newscast for Wednesday, October 8th, 2014. I'm here to help you have the best possible Disney vacation experience and bring you a little bit of Disney magic every week with this live newscast over here at WDWRadioLive.com. And over at WDWRadio.com, you can find the podcast, my videos, blog, newsletter, free app for your mobile device, discussion forums, audio tours, books, events, and lots more. Again, you can find everything over at www.radio.com. I am excited, as always, um, to be back with you guys every Wednesday. I love being able to talk with you real-time in the chat room about the weekly Walt Disney World news. Before I get started uh, tonight, though, uh, I, I do want to share some personal news for, for for me and really for all of us Um because yesterday, um, all of us here at WDW Radio, um, we lost a member of our family um, as Jonathan Grant, um, who, um, who was battling um, bravely for um, 18 months. Has, um, he has moved on to uh, a more beautiful, wonderful place where I am sure... His smile that was so very infectious and his laugh and his silly sense of humor um, is going to make people smile there as well. Um, I Jonathan always had such a positive outlook and, and he and Sammy fought bravely but always with a smile on their face and he's really savored every moment of his life. And as I think about him, I remember seeing him all the time when he lived here in Florida coming to the meets of the month and taking pictures and being with us every step of the way during the 24-hour show so many years ago. And how one of my favorite memories of Jonathan is when one that we were having one of the meets of the month in the Magic Kingdom in January, it started to sleet and snow, and it was just cold and miserable. And this guy stood outside by himself for two hours just telling people and asking them <laughs> who were randomly walking by. He wasn't sure. He's like, so uh, are you here for the meet? And it was hysterical when he said it. And um, and I laugh and I smile as I think about Jonathan. And I think that's, I think that's how he would want us to remember him, um, with a smile on our faces. And um, I, I know that all of our hearts are with him and his wife and his family, and uh, I don't know when arrangements are, but I think in my heart of hearts that if you want to do something to remember uh, Jonathan, he would likely ask you to make a donation in his name to the Dream Team Project in his honor, uh, dreamteamproject.org. Um, so, uh, Jonathan, you um, you are missed, my friend. You are, you are very much missed. Um, by your entire family here. So um, I hated to have to start off um, the news like that, but uh, in the grand scheme of things, that is really more important than anything else. So um, like Jonathan, um, I, I hope you... Um, I hope you start to savor every moment of your life um, before it's too late. So... Um, Difficult as it is, I'm going to try and just get into this week's Walt Disney World news. And again, it is a, it is a very um, 
difficult and awkward transition to make. But uh, the show must go on, and I'm sure Jonathan would, would want it to. So let's uh, talk first about um, the company in general, because uh, the Walt Disney Company Board of Directors announced just a couple of days ago that, it's, that it, ha- it, it has extended Bob Iger's contract as chairman and CEO through the end of June 2018. So it's given a couple of more years to Bob Iger's contract. Uh, As you know, he has pretty much run Disney without a number two executive since he took over back in 2005. And I have said this on numerous occasions that, you know, I think when his run in 2018 is over, uh, history is very quickly going to look back on him and his legacy as being one of acquisitions with Pixar and Marvel and Lucasfilm and Star Wars and all these things, that perfect marriage for the company. And I think that very much harkens back to a philosophy that Walt Disney himself had, which is to surround yourself by the best in the business. And look, you know, especially the past couple of years, ridiculously prosperous for Disney with things like Frozen and Avengers and Guardians of the Galaxy, which have sort of transcended, like it or not, transcended the films themselves into consumer products and theme parks. And if you are a stockholder and a shareholder, remember, this is a business first and foremost. They have had exponential growth in value, quadrupled the value of the stock since he took over less than 10 years ago. And as a Disney fan, as a Disney enthusiast, we've been treated to new offerings, groundbreaking technology, All while, in my opinion, I think he has been keeping true to Walt's original vision. Um, He's always been on the forefront of change and growth in the parks and resorts, right? Look at the deal with James Cameron and Avatar, again, aligning yourself with the best storytellers in the business to the film division with Avengers and Frozen and Guardians. Now he's going to be able to continue that by overseeing the opening of Shanghai and the next Star Wars film, and what I think we're going to see is a next major Walt Disney World theme park expansion. Possibly, rumors have uh, expansion coming with one of those intellectual properties to Disney's Hollywood Studios. Again, no number two since he's taken over. You know, the, it seems like the lead to take over, the people he's grooming for his position would either be Tom Staggs, who's the chair of the Parks and Resorts, or Jay Rizzullo, who was the chief financial officer. Uh, again, but you cannot deny what Bob Iger has done for this company, for the stockholders, and more importantly, as a Disney fan, I think what he has brought to the company as well. Uh, very quickly, going back to Frozen, because you just, you know, people want more Frozen. The Frozen summer fun is over because clearly now it's fall in Walt Disney World, which means it's still 97 degrees and 80% humidity. But they have Disney's Hollywood Studios just announced a new Frozen Hollywood pre- holiday premium package at Hollywood Studios. Available November 7th through the 19th, the 21st through December 9th, and December 11th through January 4th, 2015 for $89 per adult, $59 per kid. You get reserved seating at First Time and Forever, the Frozen sing-along at the Premier Theater. You also get reserved viewing at the Osborne Family Spectacle of Lights, a Frozen-themed dessert party, including itty-bitty little Anna and Elsa cupcakes, a holiday-themed lithograph, and a Frozen pin, Theme park admission not included, but you can all call 407-939-1854 to reserve your spot. So again, it is uh, October 
finally, Halloween is just around the corner. One of my favorite uh, holidays of the year. I'm a kid at heart. I love getting dressed up. And now Disney is inviting fans to sort of take their Halloween experience and bring it online. So if you go and visit Disney.com slash Halloween, they've got all kinds of games and videos and crafts and galleries of villains. Lots of different things to do there. Uh, there's not-so-serious stories told by the Disney blogs, trick-or-treat ideas inspired by Disney family, and if you're looking for a Disney-themed costume, you can find some items there from the Disney store as well. Again, if you visit Disney.com slash Halloween, it'll take you right over to the website. Uh, over at Epcot Center, Disney has announced the uh, list of celebrity narrators, including the confirmation, again from Frozen, of Jonathan Groff, who's Kristoff, and actor Joe Morton from Scandal, to the list of celebrity narrators for the Epcot Candlelight Processional. I can't talk tonight. Going from November 28th through December 30th at the American Gardens Theater and World Showcase. And it features a live reading of the Christmas story accompanied by a live orchestra and choir. It is absolutely breathtaking and beautiful, no matter what you believe. Uh, in it is a uh, it is a wonderful story told by narrators like Jody Benson, Neil Patrick Harris, Jonathan Groff, Whoopi Goldberg, Joe Morton, Chita Rivera, Anna Gasteyer, Marley Maiden, Isabella Rossellini, Blair Underwood, and Stephen Curtis Chapman. Again, there's a couple of slots that still need to be filled. It, there are three performances every night: five fifteen, six forty-five, and eight fifteen. No tickets required. It is included with your Epcot Center admission, but I do suggest getting there early as uh, lines to get into the theater can get long very quickly, very early, like people line up at 11 o'clock for the 5 o'clock show. Uh, back over at Disney's Hollywood Studios, there is a, uh, a little bit of a change, a little bit of testing going on over at Toy Story Midway Mania, where only until tomorrow, so don't get nervous, in order to ride the attraction, you must have a Fast Pass Plus reservation. So, what does that mean? You cannot walk up to the attraction this week until tomorrow. You cannot walk up to the attraction and go into the standby queue. They are testing the ability for guests to make a Fast Pass Plus reservation via the My Disney Experience website or the app, or by using one of the Fast Pass Plus kiosks located in the park. Now, obviously, they are going to allot many more fast pass pluses um, to uh, to this test during the week which ends on Friday they have done this in the past at Soren and at Princess Fairytale Hall for Anna and Elsa I think what they're really looking to do is gauge interest gauge the response maybe configuring a possible third track um, I've actually heard from some uh, listeners who have been there this week and they actually believe it or not they liked it they said you know what we were there. We didn't wait at all. We were in, out, done with the ride in 15 minutes. They went into the park that morning, got a Fast Pass that day for later on that afternoon, so you can still get your Fast Pass Plus while you're there. I think there obviously is going to be, for guests who don't know this, there's going to be a little bit of adjustment, cast members having to make them understand what's going on. But remember, this is only a test uh, of the system, and um, it's going to be interesting to see how these tests may play going forward. But again, some, from what I've heard so far, some of the people, once they understood what they needed to do, were happy about not having to wait longer than just a couple of minutes to ride the attraction. All right, so let's go back from Disney's Hollywood Studios over to the Magic Kingdom, where this week, the Memento Mori shop, 
opened in Liberty Square. I was actually there on Sunday. Sunday? I don't know. I was there over the weekend, and they had a sneak peek. Now, Memento Mori is actually Latin, which means remember that you have to die. But according to story, Memento Mori was once the home of Madame Leota and is now a destination for a ridiculously awesome array of Haunted Mansion-themed merchandise created especially for the Disney parks. If you look through, you can actually see a remnant of Madame Leota in there in terms of uh, her images. And if you listen very carefully, you might just be able to hear her voice as well. They've got some very, very cool stuff, not just in terms of soft goods and pins and, and shirts and things like that, but also a lot of stuff for the house, for your home as well. Now, right now, there is a limit of six items per style, per guest, per day, say that six times fast, for products carried in the shop. Um, because obviously what they don't want is people going in, buying everything up, and then putting them on, on eBay, share it with the rest of the class. Uh, but there is very, very, very cool stuff. Really enjoyed it. More importantly, there is a very cool, um, and I and I didn't realize this was there when I walked in, there is a very cool, unique souvenir that I've never seen before that you can only get there. What you can do is you can actually walk in, and for $19.99 or $19.95 plus tax, you can sort of get your image from the spirit world in lenticular form. And what you do is you go into um, Madame Leota's little room there. They um, do whatever they need to do, and you get your lenticular. Now, I'm going to embarrass myself by because sh- I, I had to do it in the name of research. Um, you get this very cool lenticular uh, image of you as a living person and you as a dead guy. So this is what I'm going to look whenever that day finally comes. Scary? Not so scary. Scary Lou alive? And now I know it's hard to see in the with the reflection. So it looks just like the changing portraits in the hallways of the Haunted Mansion. It's cooler in person. I love it. I was very surprised that it was only $19.95. I expected it to be twice that because I think people still would have paid it. But I think it's a very, very cool souvenir. You want to take... Like, look, I and I love this. I love the idea of Memento Mori. I love the idea of attraction-specific gift shops, right? We sort of all joke about how you exit the attraction into a gift shop. I think this shop is going to do ridiculously well, and hopefully it is the sign of things to come, right? I'd love to see more Jungle Cruise-inspired merchandise. I'd love to see things for, you know, some of the other attractions that we love as well. I like the fact that all the shops are starting to be a little different. It's not the same items throughout. You get the general items in places like the Emporium, but as you go into different lands, you can get things specific to that land or to that park or to that attraction in there. I think that um, uh, the Memento Mori shop is very quickly going to become the favorite of a lot of guests, not just because of the theming, but because of the wide variety of merchandise. And again, they have everything from iPhone cases to shirts to hats to ties to anything for the house. Yes, they even have like Haunted Mansion themed food like crispy treats. It's shaped like tombstones. And I don't know what Haunted Mansion themed cotton candy tastes like, but I'm sure it's magically delicious. Even though the the flatware and the plate, you know, the, um, the, the, the silverware and the diningware 
would make a really, really cool addition just in time for Halloween. So uh, I dig it. If you have been to Memento Mori, I would love to know what you think. And do you like this idea of attraction and land-themed specific shops starting to creep... Oh, see what I did there? Accidentally starting to creep up or creep into Walt Disney World. If so, I'd love to hear your comments or see your comments or read your comments as they were in the comments below at youtube.com slash Radio or tweet me. I'm at Lou Mangiello or facebook.com slash Lou Mangiello. Again, don't forget to visit the website, www.radio.com, as well as loumangelo.com to find out some of the other things I'm doing and places I'll be speaking uh, outside of the Disney stuff. Don't forget, too, we have our cruise on the Disney Wonder coming up next year, June 1st through the 8th. We still have avail availability there. And I look forward to seeing, hopefully, many of you next month, not in Walt Disney World, but in Disneyland for the Avengers Superhero Half Marathon Weekend. I will definitely be there participating in some capacity in one or more of the races, but we'll definitely do some meetups while we are, while we are out there as well. Stay tuned to the events page over at www.radio.com for more information. So that is going to do it for this week's show. Please join me and tell your friends. Spread the word. Let Invite them over to come by too every Wednesday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern, right here at www.radiolive.com. I'm going to stay, chat with you guys in the chat room some more. The Box People, I invite you to come back next week. So until next time, thanks so very much for watching. Have a great week, everybody. See ya. <laughs>